You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find a podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show and you can download it. Listen when you want to listen. It's 510, 69 degrees and mostly sunny. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping options. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com to get your movement going. Uh, I got a text message when I touched on the search warrants. I said something about Liberty Safes, and I had a couple of text messages asking me uh, to elaborate on Liberty Safes. Liberty Safe Company is one of the largest safe companies around, but uh, the gun safety company has been hit. The gun safe company has been hit with backlash for providing the FBI with the master code to a customer's safe at a home that they were performing a search warrant at. Conservatives are calling for giving Liberty Safe the Bud Light treatment. Is the thing that's there. Um, Popular gun safe company, Liberty Safe, is facing intense backlash after providing the Federal Bureau of Investigation with the password to a customer's safe at a law enforcement agency's request. And um, it's kind of aggravated a lot of Liberty Safe owners, myself being one of them. Liberty Safe admitted in a statement that they gave the FBI access to the safe of an individual whom the FBI had a warrant to search their property after receiving the agency's request on August 30th. Their their statement goes on, Liberty Safe is devoted to protecting the personal property and Second Amendment rights of our customers and has repeatedly denied requests for access codes without a warrant in the past, the statement reads. We do not give out combinations without proper legal legal documentation being provided by authorities. The statement did not appease Liberty critics, who immediately began calling for boycotting the company in the same fashion as Bud Light, which has suffered substantial losses in sales after the Anheuser-Busch InBev brand. We all know that story. Absent a court order, you weren't required to give them anything, Sean Davis, co-founder of The Federalist, replied in a response to Liberty's initial statement. You voluntarily gave out a combination over a warrant. Per your own release, that didn't apply to you or your property. Maybe start marketing your stuff as Bud Light Storage. And this has caused Liberty Safe to alter the way they do things. Yes, there was a warrant for the property, but Liberty Safe was not subpoenaed to give the combination. They were told by the FBI, hey, we have a search warrant for this place. There's a Liberty Safe here. Could you give us the code for it? They gave them a copy of the warrant. A copy of the warrant for somebody else's residence is not a subpoena for you to comply with giving us access to that safe. Liberty Safe has since altered their policy on how they do that to where they will now need a subpoena to them, the Liberty Safe company, before they give access to uh, an access code for their master access code for their safes. So if you own a Liberty Safe, your feelings on it could be similar to mine, where you know, either, even being law enforcement, I don't think the code should have been given out unless there was a subpoena. Now, if they were looking for something in that safe, if they specifically had a search warrant that said, we're looking for something that could possibly be held in this safe, 
then it's easy enough to get a subpoena. I've done these. I've done search warrants. I've written out search warrants. I've written out subpoenas for these things. In addition to your search warrant for the residence, for that location, and anything that may be surrounding that location, such as vehicles, uh, search warrants have to be very specific. They cannot just be, hey, we can search anything we want. First of all, you have to, dis- you have to d- dictate exactly what you're looking for. And then you have to say, these are the places we're going to search to find that. And this is what that we're looking for has to do with our case as far as evidence. It has to be evidence to prove the case you're, you're, you're making. And you swear that before a judge. Now, you can also have whoever's signing out your, your search warrant, be it a district attorney, be it the, you know, your law office for your, for your department, give me a subpoena to the Liberty Safe Company because the material we're looking for, the items we're looking for, could possibly be in the safe. Rather than us going through the trouble to break through the safe, damage the safe, if we have a subpoena saying, yes, something we're looking for is in that safe, we'll give it to Liberty Safe Company, they'll give us the master code we're in. It's not hard. It's just more paperwork. So the fact that Liberty Safe did alter their policy to me shows that they were kind of in the wrong in giving out to begin with, even though they were assisting law enforcement. Because, again, it's just a little more paperwork you have to do to get the subpoena to the safe company to say, hey, what we're looking for could possibly be in that safe. You're the owner of the safe. You're the builder of the safe. You have an access code to the safe. Give it to us. And... It gives the safe company, or any company for that matter, shielding because they could say, hey, we were subpoenaed by a court, signed by a judge. We had to give them the code. If you have a problem with the search warrant, you could take that through the department and the court judge that authorized the search warrant. These things aren't, aren't an easy task. Search warrants are, are difficult. Search warrants to, to, to sign them out, to do them, to write them, is not an easy task, which is probably why they wanted to just, hey, we'll send you over a um, a copy of our warrant that has nothing to do with you saying we're going to search that location, and you can give us a... Uh, it's the easy way out. And I'm sorry, and things like you're going into somebody's house, you're going into somebody's property, you're, you're getting an exception to the Constitution where you should feel safe in your residence. You should feel safe in your... A, a search warrant is an exception to the Constitution. That's that's what it is. You're, you're swearing probable cause that there's evidence in there that for a crime to support the crime that you have probable cause for. So that's the backstory on uh, the, the safe. And, and on that, the reason I went into that even more than a little bit to, to answer some text message I got is because you have a governor in New Mexico, who wants to use an emergency health issue to take away the Second Amendment of legal gun owners in her state, in the capital of that state. And thankfully, the Albuquerque police chief and the sheriff that covers that area said they will not enforce that unlawful, unconstitutional order. Not only that, but the state's attorney general has now said that we will not defend you which is our duty to defend government officials in the state of New Mexico, we will not defend you because your order was unconstitutional. So you're kind of on your own. And the testing for this was the COVID issue. 
They're using a health emergency to take away your constitutional rights, freedom to move about, freedom to enter places, freedom to be secure in your home, freedom to not have to wear a mask. Now, if you go into a private place, obviously you're under whatever they, policy they want to put you under. So I'm not talking about issues like that. I'm talking about outside in public where they're arresting people on beaches and parks or playgrounds where a parent would go out and play catch with their kid. These are the things that, that should have never went on. And now you have someone who's testing those waters. I'm going to use the health emergency because there's crime out of control. There's gun crime that's out of control from illegal guns. So we're going to take everybody who has a legal gun off the streets. You're not allowed to carry a legal gun anymore, either concealed or open, which you can carry both in, in New Mexico. So let's punish the lawful gun owners because of the illegal gun crime that's going on in a city that you can't control. And we'll, we'll put it under the guise of a health emergency because, you know, gun crime is a health emergency rather than we're just not giving law enforcement the support that they need to co- actually combat gun crime. We're demonizing police at every turn so there's no proactive policing anymore. So thankfully, the reins were pulled in this very quickly in New Mexico. You had both the police chief, you had both the sheriff saying, we will not enforce this unconstitutional order. And now you have the attorney general saying, we're not going to defend you in lawsuits, civil suits against you that sue you because of this unconstitutional order. And thankfully, courts have already come in and said, no, this order is null and void because it's unconstitutional. So it seemed to have backfired tremendously. And now there's calls for this governor's impeachment, which there are grounds to do. She issued an unconstitutional order. She failed to uphold her oath to uphold the Constitution simply because she doesn't like guns. And she wanted to use an opportunity to attack lawful, law-abiding gun owners who are not the drivers of crime in either Albuquerque, New Mexico, or her state as a whole. So it's as simple as that. But they try. Time and time again, just like you'll see with Hunter Biden. Now, Hunter Biden's attorneys have already said that this charges, this indictment, the gun indictment on him should be null and void because they had an agreement. Well, that agreement was never validated by the court. So the agreement was never finalized. So they're going to try and go down that road. Now they're saying that there's an appellate court that says being a drug u- not being able to buy a gun because you're a drug user is unconstitutional and that's true an appellate court did make that ruling but for the for that to stick the Biden administration now or Hunter Biden's attorneys are going to have to go to the Supreme Court or the next level court whatever that is it probably is the Supreme Court to say let's take that box check off of all the ATF forms when you buy a gun so drug users can now buy guns legally So is the Biden administration going to do that? Is Hunter Biden's attorneys going to go down that road? Because then Hunter Biden is an attorney, and by default, the Biden administration will be responsible for arming the drug addicts in America, making it constitutional if you're a habitual drug addict, drug user, to buy a firearm legally. So they're kind of in a catch-22 now. So this is going to be interesting the way this goes, because those are their two defenses right now, is there was a plea deal that makes this charge null, which was never validated by a judge, or there's an appellate court that said that it's unconstitutional to prevent a drug user from buying a legal firearm. So, again, 
Leave it to Joe Biden to F things up. Isn't that what they said? Yeah. It's uh, 522 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. I'm so glad I'm off until Tuesday after this. Well, good for you. Yes. Yeah, like I'm off. Like I'm not going to be doing anything. Nope. <laughs> this traffic update is brought to you by Data Internet. I got a call from my son. He told me that 81 northbound is all jammed up. Sure enough, it is. Between the Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street exit, and Avoca, that is due to what he said was it looks like one vehicle rear-ended another. We also have some slowing on 81 northbound above Waverly, and that road work still causing some slight delays in Clark Summit. I'm not sure if they're clearing it up now or it's been cleared up, but it still seems like you might run into a couple delays. In Clark Summit, State Street, Route 6 and 11, between uh, Grove Street and Gravel Pond Road. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam. Line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the uh, Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, clear and chilly, low 48. Friday, sunny and less humid, high 72. Saturday, sunny and less humid, high 73. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, high 72. It's currently 69 degrees and sunny here. At 523, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 527, 69 degrees. I got a text message in Albuquerque is the largest city in New Mexico, but Santa Fe is the capital. I apologize for saying the capital when I was speaking about Albuquerque. And it's funny, I spent some time in New Mexico, used to land in Albuquerque and drive down to uh, Roswell, which was interesting place to visit to say the least um spent some time in the lincoln lincoln national forest uh, and then out to white sands which is a gorgeous place if you ever get the time or chance to go out. there's not much around there other than that but white sands is, is absolutely beautiful especially at dusk when 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 you're there so the auto workers are on a course to go on strike. Now, it looks like it's going to be a targeted strike. They're going to target the automakers' most successful vehicles, which are the big gas-guzzling pickup trucks, by the way. The Ford CEO just said he's not a... He's concerned about the EVs. He says America has kind of given up on EVs as far as they're purchasing at the rate they started to. So I shouldn't say given up. It's slowed down, to be more honest. But... He said he's uh, extremely concerned that uh, there's lacking of American interest on EVs and uh, might consider changing direction that they're doing. But they are very far apart in their demands. They are negotiating with all the automakers at the same time rather than individually, which is what they have historically done in the past. But I'm going to leave it up to you. The United Auto Workers is, are seeking a 40% wage hike over four years, amounting to a 46% compounded wage hike. Along with cost of living increases, beefed up retirement benefits, including their pensions, and full pay for a shortened 32-hour work week down from 40 hours. Does that seem fair to you? Now, someone asked a valid question when I posted that out on my social media is, what do they make now? I, I don't know. But is the Biden economy, is Bidenomics to blame for this? Because they're justifying a 40% wage increase compounded as 46% because of the cost of living, because of inflation, which has skyrocketed under the Biden administration. 
That's just a fact. You look at the graph over the past 20 years, it's the highest it's been. So I think we could all use a 40 or 46% pay raise, but also to cut down to from a 40 to a 32-hour work week? Are they reaching too far? Now, I understand this is their proposal. And then there's the other side. I believe Ford was offering 10% and some other concessions. Uh, somebody else was offering 14%. So, no, I think Ford offered 14%. The other company offered 10% uh, when I was reading it. But, I mean, uh, I have Ford F-150s. I think American car companies as a whole, not the workers, I'm not addressing the workers here, need to do better because I also went out and bought three Hondas because you cannot beat the Hyundai warranty. But I love my Ford F-150. I've had two of them. I had a, a Dodge 1500 with the Hemi before that. You know, I will always have a pickup truck, a larger pickup truck. But I think American companies need to get away from their, you know, three-year, 36,000-mile warranty when you have other companies that have a 100,000-mile warranty or lifetime warranties on powertrains and such like that. I think American companies need to do better when it comes to cars. Um, I bought seven Fords in a matter of 10 years. And Ford kind of screwed us. You know, it was a, a week after the warranty and the paint bubbled on my wife's hood of her Ford Explorer. It was a week over the 36, a week over the three years. Or no, we were just over the, it was both. I think we were, we were a little bit over the miles and a little bit over that. And, and I, I looked at the guy and I says, I am going to buy your next top of the line Ford F-150. It would cost you what, $1,000 to repaint the hood at most? You're going to make that back on my next car sale. So, you know what? Never bought another Ford from them again. So they lost out. And from that dealer, I bought seven Fords in 10 years between my fleet cars for work and my personal vehicles. I had two uh, Ford Focuses that were my commuting cars and the two F-150s. So... Is a 40% wage hike over four years, compounded to 46, cost of living increases, beefed up retirement benefits, including pensions, and full pay for a shortened 32-hour work week. Does, the, does that resonate with the average people out there? Getting some text messages in saying the average UAW employee makes $65 an hour. Um, another text message, UAW, is absolutely ridiculous. They have good jobs. They need to get back to work before everything's being made in China and overseas. Uh, they won't have enough work for a 40-hour work week when nobody can afford a car. Give them a 20-hour work week. What's the difference? A, a lot of valid points. But is this going to resonate with the average, average American, especially when and if they go on strike? Car prices start, you know, we, we all saw during COVID how car prices went when you couldn't buy cars. When new cars were hard to come by, used car prices skyrocketed to unbelievable rates. I mean, to this day, the new cars I have that are only two years old, I get, I get a message, a text message, an email, and a letter from my dealer saying, hey, we'll buy it back. Your car's worth more now than it was when you bought it. And, and it's the truth. 
I was offered my Hyundai that I drove off the road. And they're small. It's my commuting car. It's a small Hyundai. It had three or 4,000 miles on it. I was offered more than I bought it for and brand new. And this is just two years ago. So it's going to be interesting. But uh, that's pretty much where uh, we're at. And uh, as of tomorrow, it's going to be a targeted strike. Not a, not a total union strike, but they're going to target the automaker's most profitable assembly lines, it, is, it appears at this time. It's uh, 534 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Um, got a bunch of text messages in auto line workers make $28 an hour, $60 an hour. They start at 18 up to $32 an hour. Like I said, I, I don't know what they make. I know they've always historically done well, and they definitely deserve raises, but 46% raise plus benefits plus increase of living plus only working a 32-hour week, is that pushing it a little too much? And I know that's their first pushback offer, so I get that. Um, we have Nikki Stone in the studio. So, Nikki, there's a benefit this weekend, which yes. I'm going to be at on Sunday. I'm looking forward to seeing you, and I'm hoping that – I think it's going to be a really good benefit because good. we've got, like, great bands playing. I've been encouraging people, and I should probably share on my Facebook page some Light Up the Moon music because they are absolutely an awesome – group of local guys, Berwick, Bloomsburg area, play around the area once in a while. They're going to be at Breakers at uh, Mohegan Sun next Saturday, the 23rd. But they have graciously donated their time to be part of the Dylan Newman benefit coming up on Sunday. Shaken, I love those guys. They're doing the music of Eddie Money. And they're just a great group of, of good people. Uh, who, let alone musicians, who can happen to cover Eddie Money very well. And uh, all the glitters, they're, they're like your uh, ultimate party band, like a, a function band. They like doing the um, events and stuff, so they're going to take part in that. DJ Maddie McCabe's going to be playing as well. Uh, you have kids, bring them out, a free bounce house for, for folks uh, to let their kids just uh, have a little bit of fun. I'm going to well, tell you right now, do not let me in the bounce house, so... <laughs> oh, come on. And I can't even – I mean, I can mention a few of these basket raffles. I know there's sure. going to be lottery tickets, tons of lottery tickets. And, oh, TSO, I kept forgetting to mention this on my show. We will have Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets uh, for your choice of shows on December 21st at Mohegan Sun Arena along nice. with some CDs and a poster, which I haven't – I'm afraid to take out of the packaging because I don't want to ruin it. Uh, but we've – so many great donations from so many pe- people, uh, the good people from Bella uh, Pizza of Mountaintop. Um, we also have uh, – no, now I'm going to mess up names. See, this is why I didn't want to start mentioning who, what, where, and when. I know the Back Mountain Makery kicked in. But so many – I mean, we're talking great basket raffles and door prizes. It's going to be a great time, mm-hmm. great music, great food, mm-hmm. great basket raffles, but – very serious event. A very Your serious event. Your niece is battling cancer. Yes, and I'm proud of her at this point. We because, all are. Because she really has turned a very grave situation around. And, and when you realize when she got diagnosed, she was being misdiagnosed for a while with the wrong thing. Um, and then her legs are swelling and with, they, I guess, retaining water or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she, was in, she was like in the final stages of like liver failure and didn't know it. Uh, so that's hard enough. Uh, but she goes to the doctor. She watched her boyfriend five years ago pass away from brain cancer. So to get this news now on yourself at the age of 28 
really horrific. And they found the, the masses first in the lungs, the liver, and then said, oh, this is colorectal cancer. So it, it is really a serious event. Her spirits, um, we've turned them around. She seems like a totally different person from week one. And, and you could tell that I yeah. had her on the air. Uh, she's And her smile is back and gleaming. And she's hopeful. And she's willing. She wants to help others as yeah. well through this. And she also, she's been out there on Facebook and stuff and TikTok and um I, whatever else those kids do to <laughs> try to help inspire and encourage other people through this, which I think is very helpful to anybody who's going through something to just talk. You might not be good at talking um, publicly, yeah, but you know, just to reach out to friends in your own way, in your own it, circle, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and just hearing the stories, just seeing you know her life through what you've said and you've had her on, uh, one of the bravest people I know, one of the bravest people I've heard of. So that's why you know my wife and I will be there on Sunday. I am so glad to have uh, you there. Thank you. No doubt at all. I, from where, the bottom where, of my heart, we have great coworkers. Did I mention we have the most excellent coworkers? Absolutely. You know, um, time and place. Uh, it is at the VFW on Front Street in Berwick, and it will be going on from noon until six on Sunday. Sunday, September 17th. Okay. So you guys out there, if you're in the area, you want to stop by, just say hi, put a ticket down on the basket, you know, get some food, and just say hi. And yeah. uh, let, let's let's get this warrior. And, oh, good food, good food. I said good yeah. food. Yes. One, that's, my, that's what I'm looking forward yeah. to. <laughs> yes. Um, but let's get this warrior on our path to uh, healing up and uh, support her along the way. My princess so, warrior, I'm calling her. There you go. <laughs> and a, I hate using phrases like that, but we'll go with it. Yeah. She's always gone by the time I got in, so I'm looking forward to meeting her. Mm, uh, you'll love her. Yeah, absolutely. It's 545 here at WILK. Time oh for traffic and weather. We're behind. <laughs> this traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. 81 northbound is jammed up Pittston to the Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street exit. 81 southbound dips below 40 miles per hour. Um, that is right before you get to the Wilkes-Barre Bear. Creek exit. It's also slow go a little bit through the um, Wilkesbury area as well. And we are still seeing some delays on South State Street in Clark Summit. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, clear and chilly, low 48. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sunny, less humid going to be in the low 70s. It's currently 68 degrees and mostly sunny now at 545, your official weather station, WILK. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It is 549, 68 degrees and mostly sunny out there. Let me get to the phones. We have uh, Angelo from Madisonville on the polls. Angelo. Hey, what's up, buddy? I'll tell you what, I never had uh, uh, any faith in these polls, but I hope uh, some of them that I've been reading are accurate because you know what there's a lot of republicans that took a poll and they don't want biden to to even run again and you know what i just hope that poll is accurate and legit you mean you mean democrats not republicans yeah democrats yeah Yeah. you said republicans we all we we know they don't want them to run Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I've been on hold so long, I got a little mixed up there. Yeah, sorry about. I wanted to get Nikki's benefit in. So. Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah. God bless her and and everybody that's involved. That's uh, I'm going to try to make it there. I got to see what's up with my daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, no, you know what? I I would love to get a raise for forty percent. Like they're going. See, they got to go high. 
they got to start off high. Oh, I get, and, and, I get that. It, but then you then you yeah. throw in a thirty-two hour work week as well. Yeah, that, that that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? I I don't understand. Uh, you know, no, some people are never happy. I know a guy that that uh, won two million dollars and he was mad that it wasn't three million. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and they live right down the road. It, it, you know how it goes. You, I you do. can't please everybody. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, Rob. The the polls that I was talking about. There's a few other polls there. Uh, you know, uh, what do you what do you do you have any uh, any thoughts on that? I mean, uh, do you think polls are accurate or not? I mean, I hope they are because the Democrats that took the poll. You know, I think it was 39% didn't want him to to uh, run again. I mean, I, I don't know. No, he's only I got think... 39% support. So it's, I think it's the other side that doesn't. It's it's the other bigger number that doesn't want him to run. He, he's a lot more seeing him where where seeing him for what he is. Everyone's feeling it. They're continually going up on the podium and lying to people telling them everything's fine, everything's good, oh, inflation's great, this is good, everything's in the right direction. No, people are paying at the pump, they're paying at the grocery store, they're paying their bills, they're trying to purchase school supplies for their kids. They know what's going on out there. They're they're not dumb. Yes, you know, it, it's going to come down to who they dislike the most. That's what this election is going to come down to. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm telling you, man, I never seen nothing like it. My bills, all my bills are up. My my taxes, that one tax went up eighty five dollars this year. Yeah, and I wait mean, till uh, people start getting their insurance, their insurance uh, renewals, their how homeowners insurance and their uh, car insurance. It's going to be an eye opener. And I don't. You could be a staunch Democrat if your homeowners insurance doubles or your car insurance goes up fifty percent. You're, you're going to think twice about who you vote for. Yeah, well, they should start thinking twice, and get, we got to get him out of there. You know, we got to get we got to get him out of there. I suggest that everybody wakes up and and smells them roses and gets him the heck out of there. Go vote, man. Go vote. You yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna play a pit, uh, a piece when we get off the the phone here of them questioning Joe Biden uh, and to the press secretary, not the press secretary, to uh, the, uh, Admiral Kirby. Who, who was at one point a respected admiral in our Navy, became the spokesperson for the State Department, and is now stepping into the White House every now and then. The, the man's got no moral compass anymore. He just, first of all, he doesn't answer the question, and he just outright deflects and, and makes like everything's okay. And, and it's an honest question. Hey, how come every, every time the president speaks, he lies about something? Easily checked lies. Yeah, he's been doing that for years and years, that guy. Yeah, he has. He has. And, uh, you know, it's just getting worse now, but they just they just excuse it. No one. I don't I don't get it. I don't get. But, you know, I think the the current vice president is his uh, is his savior because uh, they they dislike her even more. Yeah. Ain't that something? Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. Could you imagine if he steps down and she steps in? Well, it's like that movie, Dumb and Dumber. You know, they you know just I mean? asked. They just asked the uh, the former Speaker Pelosi and some other you know high level Democrats you know who, who won't give their their support behind it because they know. I mean, I, I understand why he picked uh, Kamala Harris as a vice president, but she brought nothing to the table. She was un, she was disliked by the Democrats. She didn't bring anything for the black vote. They, she's just not liked. She hasn't done anything. She's just proven her incompetence and her, her word salads every time she's spoken. 
that's the only thing that's, I think, saving his presidency right now is they, they know they have to stick with him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know I didn't vote for him, and I know I never would. And uh, I just tell these people that I talk to, uh, I was down the coffee shop, half of them are Democrats, half of them are Republicans. I just I just keep my mouth shut. And then I listen to them bicker and stuff, and then I'll throw in a few things, and then I leave. You know what I mean? I don't want to get into no fist fight. But the thing is, some of them guys that were Democrats for years and years and years, they're 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 fed up with them too, and and uh, they you can't even talk Republican to them. But well, now, with that, this guy there, that's it, buddy. Th- that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So hopefully they keep changing in that direction, Angelo. Hope everything was well up in Madisonville Township, my friend. Oh, it's going to be cold tonight. I tell no, you I'm what. looking forward to it. Yeah, good sleeping, buddy. Yep. Good sleeping. Yep. Well, you have a great night or weekend if I don't speak to you. You too. Hey, great show, buddy. I love listening to it. Take Thank care. you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I don't have the time to play this uh, the clip, but we'll play it tomorrow. We'll get to it tomorrow where reporters are getting sick and tired of uh, the nonsense that's going on, and they're asking valid questions, and they're just simply not ignored. They're simply not being answered. They're asking a specific question, and they're getting answers to a question they didn't even ask. And then when they go back to the question, they're like, well, I gave my answer. No, no, you didn't. And here's someone I respected, you know, a naval admiral who's just lost his moral compass altogether. He's just uh, just, a... I don't know how he lives with himself. I don't know how he looks in the mirror. I don't. And um, it's going to get worse and worse like this. You know, the the press secretary, we understand this coming from. But someone like him, he should know better. It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back to close out the show in just a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on this Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Tomorrow's Friday. Get ready for the weekend. It's supposed to be gorgeous weather. A lot of things going on. The Navy's playing football tonight. I think Army's playing football tomorrow. Some uh, high school games. There's always high school games. Great, great time of year, especially here in Northeast Pennsylvania. Great traditions, traditions here. Spend some time with your family. Go out and tell them you love them and spend some quality time. It's a great time to be an American. It's always a great time to be an American. It's uh, 6 o'clock here on WILK News Radio. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show. I appreciate you coming along for the ride today. God bless. Be safe. And we'll do it again tomorrow for the end of the week. Have a good night.